Good morning, good morning. God bless you guys. What a blessing to be in the house of the Lord one more time and to hear what the Holy Spirit wants to tell us. You know, the Holy Spirit is in us, but sometimes we turn him off. And this is an opportunity on Sunday mornings to listen at least to him only and turn off the world and let him speak to us to give us instruction, to get through another week, to get through our issues, to get through our problems, to overcome, to get through our whatever we're dealing with, depression, stress, whatever. And so we appreciate God's willingness to speak to us, even sometimes when we are unwilling. And this morning's message is called Sanctuary. Sanctuary. You know, there is no place like where God is. And I remember Moses saying, and uh, I've had a couple of messages on this and there'll be others coming that speak about the glory of God and that if he is not going to meet us, there's no point in going wherever we're going. Amen. And, And this morning we're talking about sanctuary. When the Holy Spirit is with us, at the same place, uh, at the same time, there is nothing like it. It's, it's kind of like a, a rare flower existing in a strange, uncommon place. And yet, there it is. We see it. It was like, wow. Yeah, wow. Paul said in Second Corinthians 4 and 7, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Oh, my God. What the Holy Spirit allows us to do and the clarity that he gives us, the peace and the comfort, it's just, it's amazing. And isn't it funny how God once condescended all the way down, all the way from heaven down, to dwell in a temple built by a king. That was in the past. And now what he does is he comes all the way from heaven down to dwell in us, in our hearts. And I don't know about you, but this ought to make us happy. And it ought to humble us because God did not have to do this. What does he do, preacher? He makes sanctuary... In us. He fellowships with us. He talks with us. He leads us. He guides us. I mean, what more could we ask for? I mean, again, wow. No more tents. No more holy of holies. No, 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 no. God now dwells directly in us. With us. For us. Huh? Have you ever longed for something? And I mean really longed for it. Now, now careful. <laughs> we, want, we want to keep this, this clear. Uh, before you go on, consider what you are longing for. Is it going to help you or is it going to hurt you? Is this just something that you... Longed for in your worldliness, in your flesh, 
Or is this really in God something that's going to assist you in your spirituality? Amen. We want to get we want to get that clear. Psalms 84, 1 through 5 says, How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. What a delight. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. Wow. Talking about being one with God. Huh? My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home. And the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young, a place near your altar. Lord Almighty, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose heart are set on pilgrimage. We just can't wait to get to be with the Lord. That's, that ought to be our goal. That ought to be our desire, to have sanctuary with God. Amen. You see, when we are in God's presence, even past sins can become stepping stones to deep peace. That's what God's love does for us. That's what God's grace does for us. That's what God's mercy does for us. Never mind all the fine stuff in a palace. Amen. When we are in God's sanctuary, everything is beautiful. When we walk with God, it is like birds singing. The songwriter said, amen. He speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet, even the birds hush their singing. He walks with me and talks with me and tells me I'm his own. Oh, my God. Huh? To be a citizen of Zion is to be happy. It is to be comforted. It is to be at peace despite the trials of this world. I'm with my God and everything is all right. Psalms 23, and you know it well, amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I don't have a want for anything because the Lord is my shepherd. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness. Why, preacher? For his name's sake. He wants me to do what's right, to walk right, to live right, to act right, to give right, to be right. Huh? And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not afraid. I'm not going to fear any evil. And why? Because God is with me. He's my rod and my staff, and he comforts me. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Wow. He anoints my head with oil, even till my cup just runs over. Surely, I said surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The fact that God makes sanctuary in us is a profound reason for overwhelming happiness. Despite what we're going through, when you know for a fact beyond the shadow of a doubt 
that God makes sanctuary in you, that ought to give you deep humility and happiness. Amen. We have to learn how to act past all of what this world has to offer. Whatever this world is offering us is cheap and means nothing compared to the value of sanctuary with God. And until you come to that equation, you're shortchanging yourself. Amen. Huh? God's sanctuary is a place of refuge. It's a place of safety. And that's where we ought to want to be. God gives us new life through Christ. Whatever we were going through, whatever we are going through, all the ups and downs, all the trials, all the tribulations, all the stress, all the pain, all the sorrow, God gives us new life. So these things don't even matter. They may still be there, but we're able to get past them and get over them with God to help because he makes sanctuary in us. Whatever we've done, we're forgiven. It doesn't matter how the world sees us. God accepts us. Basically, we are reunited with God through Christ. And he gives us sanctuary. And now God is telling us, I don't need a temple of wood. I don't need a tent. I have your heart. I've got your body. And it's my temple. Our body is the temple of the living God. That's what 1 Corinthians 6.19 says. And look at 15. Just start right there and then we'll go on through. Don't you realize that your body or your bodies are actually parts of the members of Christ? So, should I take part of Christ and join it to a woman of ill repute or a prostitute? A stranger? No, of course not. And 16 says, and don't you know that if a man joins himself to a woman of ill repute or a prostitute, someone other than his wife, she becomes a part of him and he becomes a part of her. For God tells us in the scripture that it is His in his sight the two become one. Amen. So if you give yourself to the Lord and you and Christ are joined together as one person, and this is why I say to run from sexual sin. No other sin affects the body as this one does. When you sin this sin, it is against your own body. Haven't you yet learned that your body is the temple of the living God, of the Holy Spirit that God gave you, and that he lives within you? Your own body does not belong to you. You can't do with it whatever you want. You now belong to Christ. He has made sanctuary in you. God has brought you with a great price. He shed his blood for you. God gave his son for you. So use every part of your body to give glory back to God. Why? Because God owns your body. And I said to you, and I say it again, we have an eternal 
contract. See, a lot of us, preachers aren't preaching this, but this thing is eternal. When you give your life to Christ, you can't go back. Huh? This is real. This is eternal. You're going to spend eternity with God. He is preparing you right now for that. When the rapture comes, there it begins. So this is what I would suggest to you so you understand sanctuary. Have a little talk with Jesus. Amen. Share with God whatever appropriate confession that you have. Amen. Tell him how much you want intimacy with him. Amen. You are the bride. He is the groom. Amen. The church is the bride. Amen. Now now listen, we may not be fully satisfied until we reach heaven. And be in an actual sanctuary with God. But for right now, the sanctuary is in us. The Holy Spirit is in us. And God makes sanctuary in us. And there is just no place as glorious as being in God's presence. Jeremiah 33 and 3 says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. Oh my God. In the meantime, God has made sanctuary in us until we get to heaven, until we're raptured. God has made sanctuary in us, but he has so much more to tell us and to give us and to show us. And and, and I just want to say this to you so you understand. God so desperately wants to spend time with us. All this stuff we're doing, all this stuff we're getting involved with. I mean, spending hours on the Internet, hours at a game, hours watching movies, watching television. God wants to spend time with us desperately because he knows the more time we spend with him. He pulls us away from the flesh, away from the world and away from the devil. Those things are dangerous. They'll tie us up. They'll twist us up. They'll get us all twisted, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And God is trying to save us from that. That's why he makes sanctuary with us. You know, it's funny. One thing that's dangerous in this world among so many things is for us to feel more love, more feelings toward someone than they feel toward us. In fact, the world has a slogan. When we're out there doing this free love thing, sometimes in these little BC calls, people tell us, now listen, we're going to do this, but you can't catch no feelings. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other words, it ain't nothing to this. This is empty. It's just something for us both to, to have for a good time, but don't be catching no feelings. Wow. Well, this is what God is saying to you. I want you to catch feelings. Because I've got feelings for you. But it's a dangerous thing to feel more for someone and they don't have any feelings for you at all. And God is admonishing us. God is warning us. I've got feelings for you and I want you to have feelings for me, but I can't make you and I won't make you. But I sure want to be intimate with you. 
This is what God is saying to us. You know? I, 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 I don't know how else to say it. We ought to come before God's presence with thanksgiving. We ought to come before his presence with praise. All the things that God has done for us, all the things he's got us through. And he's, he said, I want to make sanctuary with you. Oh, my God. And we, we're just busy out there doing our thing with someone else. My, 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 my. We ought to come before God's presence with reverence. We ought to come to the sanctuary ready to hear what God is trying to tell us. And please understand, in case you, 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 you thought something different, we are not entitled to God's goodness. Uh, it's his grace. It's his mercy. He doesn't have to do this. But he waits for us. And he woos us. He calls us. He chases us down. Oh, my God. And we just running around doing our own thing. Woo, my Lord. I, 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 I'm preaching to somebody this morning. Uh, God is willing to share with us but we have to be willing to receive, to listen, to hear. Uh, we, 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 remember, God is good and loving despite our behavior. And he just waits for us. He just says, come on. He, he's, he's asking us to catch some feelings because he has feelings for us. God tells us in Hebrew 4.16, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may be able to find and receive mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. Listen, we can come to God with whatever our intentions are, however pure they may be, whatever, however our motives may be way off, and God still hears us. We just He just wants us to come to him in sanctuary. He said, I'll sort it out. I just need you to come. I need you to walk away from the world, walk away from the flesh, walk away from the devil, and come to me, and I'll sort out your feelings. Wow. I, I, I'm appealing to somebody this morning. What God is trying to convey is we are welcome to come to him at any time with anything. He'll sort it out. Whether it's with questions, whether it's with thanksgiving, whether it's with praise, whether it's supplications, concern, whatever. God just wants us to come. Psalms 149.4 says, For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. We, let me tell you something. We are not interrupting God. He wants to hear from us. This ain't the old day where you're trying to talk to your mom. You say, I'm on the phone. I'll be with you later. God's not saying that to us. God is saying, I hear you. Talk to me. Speak to me. Oh, my God. 
Don't forget God made us in his image. He created us with unimaginable potential and unquestionable worth. And I want to say this to you. Even as you sit here today, even as you hear my voice today through whatever medium you're listening to it from, don't let anyone put you down or attack your self-esteem. God made you, not them. They don't have a right to put you down. In fact, the reason they're putting you down is probably because they're envious of you or they're jealous of you. They may want what you have. Don't let them put you down and you believe them. And so you start doubting your self-worth. God says you are worth a plenty. And he's the one who made you. He's the one who breathed the breath of life into you. God desires us to be deeply intimate with him. Amen. He wants a close relationship. He wants you to catch feelings. And remember, I, and I want to make this clear as I, as I bring this to a, to a close. You remember the relationship that God had with Adam and Eve, how they used to walk in the cool of the evening every day? And God knew when Adam skipped that time. He knew what he had done. And he came to him and he said, where are you? And Adam said, I'm, I'm hiding. Why are you hiding? Because I'm naked. Who told you you were naked? Did you eat? Of that tree? And yeah, yeah. And, and here we are today. Why are you skipping intimate time with God? Why are you skipping sanctuary with God? Did you eat of that tree? Yeah, yeah. A lot of you, you've been dipping. You've been slipping. And God is calling to you just like he called Adam. Where are you? I want relationship with you. I want feelings with you. Huh? He wants to pour his spirit into our life so that we can be helped, blessed, encouraged, edified, strengthened, huh? saved. And so that we can reach out to others through the same love that he pours into us. Oh my God. What God wants is that when people see us, they also see Christ. Amen. Come on, choir. I said, I'm not going to stretch this out. Uh, the day of stretching things out, unless I just have to, is long, long past. Amen. We, got, we, got, we have to just accept God for who he is. We have to accept God for what he does. And we have to know and realize God has feelings for us. And God wants us to have feelings for him. But he can't make us. And he won't make us. We are free moral agents. We're not robots. And if you want to love God like God loves you, and he's standing there with open arms and he's saying come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and what will he do preacher he'll give you rest for your burdens amen he'll give you peace he'll give you comfort 
He'll address your wounds, whatever they are. But you have to walk away from the world. You have to walk away from the flesh. And you have to walk away from the devil. And you have to recognize just how great God is. How wonderful, how powerful. And you have to let him know, Lord, I love you. I know who you are. I know what you do. I know what you've done. And I accept you into my life. And I'm asking you to make me more like Christ. The doors of the church are open. Come on, come on, come on. Don't let nobody hold you back. God wants to have feelings for you. God wants you to have feelings for him. He gave his only begotten son that you might have life. Oh, my God. Will you come? Come on, come on, come on. My, 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 my. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for your word, for your intimacy, for your grace. We thank you for sanctuary. Bless us now. Open up our mind and our heart to receive you and to walk away from things that harm us. They may seem and appear good, but they, 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 their overall reach is bad. Let us realize this and walk away before it's everlasting too late. This is our prayer. We thank you for the answer and the blessing in Jesus' name.